everyone, and welcome to episode 4 of The Gamer's Advocate. I'm Adam. I'm Bill. Hey, I'm Jack. Nice to meet you. And we finally have music. That's right. We finally got this to work, and uh, I want to give a big shout-out and a thanks to my brothers in 8 Pound Pressure. That was their song, Break, from their album, Volume 1, The Awakening. Yeah, and sorry for having taking us four episodes to get music in our show, but thanks for bearing with us, and we promise to keep improving and adding great stuff every week. If you heard how many times it took just to get this much of this podcast done, you'd understand the music delay. Well, that's that's why there's uh, cuts and edits. Adam has called himself a hoe and punched Jack in the face already tonight. Yeah, you've a lot of fun here. My my face kind of hurts. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. <laughs> so anyway, uh, once again, we're the Gamers Advocate, and uh, you can find us on iTunes. You can listen to us on our website. You can follow us on Facebook and all those internet thingies. Speaking of Facebook. Those doodads. Some of you are finding the wrong Facebook page. (laughs) There is another Gamers Advocate page, and if you found one and you thought, hey, there's nothing here, these guys suck, you found the wrong one, at least I hope. Yeah, Uh, they they are, if you go to their page, they have about nine likes and about zero content. We think at least seven of you are really supposed to be with us. Yeah, so come to the blue side. (laughs) We have a, uh, just look for the blue shield and you'll see a lot of content, and we link to it from our Blog Talk radio page, from our website, pretty much everywhere. Just make sure you look for that blue shield because this other gamers advocate is just, they're not doing anything with the name and we're trying to get them out, but just bear with us while we work through all those things. And if you prefer the other gamers advocate page, then kiss all our asses. (laughs) Hey, power to you. And also another great thing, along with the music, we also have the ability to record footage and screenshots of games. So we're looking to do a lot of great things with that to, I don't know, help with our reviews and previews and do just funny things, I don't know, multiplayer, different ideas that we or any of you can come up with. Yeah, you can see how good we are at, uh, at gaming. Or how bad we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of gaming, have you guys played anything fun this week? Well, I think Jack and I can answer that one together. Yes. We're, we're gamer buddies. Yeah, we played um, many, 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 many hours of Far Cry 3 on Saturday, and that game is insane. That game is absolutely awesome in so many ways. I know, and it's killing me because I still haven't gotten it yet. I've been trying to steal it from him, but he's... Well, you got you got, you got got the Vita. <laughs> the Vita's the best. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we, we were playing it, and uh, it was it was really cool. Uh, it's Bill's game. I went over there to check it out. Um, it, it feels like uh, an open sandbox, kind of like Grand Theft Auto with the characters... Uh, it's really open. It's it's a good looking game. They they really did a good job with it. Um, just a couple couple minor flaws to I'll nitpick just shit at over it. it. Um, you know, <laughs> but uh, I mean, <laughs> other than that, it's to- it's totally a great game, um, and uh, really enjoyed it. Plus, it's just a ton of fun. Uh, I played uh, Far Cry Two a lot, and I, I mean, I enjoyed it, but it's no. Been- What's no? <laughs> this is not the same level, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say because I mean it was it was a good game, but there was a lot of driving around nowhereness, and they had some issues with the game. And I just did you? I I, I forgot to ask you. Did you play Far Cry Two? Or do you have no, anything to compare no, it to? No, it, it didn't get great reviews, and I just never got around to it. I actually meant to. It looked good. Yeah, but I mean, I I mean just to get away from Far Cry Two, but in Far Cry Three, we watched some of. Some websites have like test chambers and previews of it up, and I saw where you're just like letting animals out of cages and <laughs> blowing up turtles and doing all these crazy things. And uh, it works really well when you're playing it. I dropped some landmines in front of some <laughs> turtles. I blew myself up, blew them up, 
through C4 packages on animals and blew them to pieces. Um, but probably the most memorable thing, and I wish this happened right before Jack came over, which is a damn shame. Um, but uh, I attacked this enemy base, killed everybody, and while I was kind of looting for ammo and stuff, look up, there's a tiger in my face. Not literally in my face, just standing there looking at me. So what do I do? I shoot it. It attacks. I'm throwing grenades at it. And while this is happening, more pirates show up, so they're shooting at me. I'm fighting a tiger. I finally throw a grenade and blow it up. And while I'm skinning the tiger, more pirates show up. I'm getting torn to pieces. I run and jump into a, a lake area and get attacked by a crocodile. Kill the crocodile. Run like hell because I'm hurt, beat up, and, well, crying a little. A little bruised ego at this point. What do I run into? Another tiger. And while I'm looking at the tiger, I get attacked by a buffalo. Then the tiger attacks the buffalo, and another buffalo attacks me, and eventually they all died. So it sounds, I mean, sounds like, I mean, in Red Dead Redemption, they had some of those animals running around, but, I mean, you could get attacked by a bear or a cougar or something, but it seems like you get attacked a lot more, and they're, are they, I mean, are they everywhere? Do you have to kind of go out of your way to find them? Um, they're not everywhere where, to where it's unrealistic, but you can look on the map, and different zones have more likely to find those animals. Like, I got into a, a firefight with, with a couple guys while I'm getting attacked by Komodo dragons, which was pretty hilarious. And did you say, like, skinning is kind of currency, or you can trade, I don't know, do upgrades or something like that? Yeah, you can use skins to get be able to hold more weapons, you can sell it for money, yeah, you can really, it's, it's a pretty cool upgrade system. Yeah, when I saw it, uh, there were a lot uh, of interactions and pretty cool interactions between the different AI, which uh, Bill hinted to there. Um, and there are there are a good number of pirate patrols, especially along roads and stuff. But if you're if you're kind of ducked behind there, uh, it's not not so bad. Uh, you just can't be you know wide out in the open, you know, walking down the street with your gun, toting it around because it's it's a pirate controlled uh, island. And when I say pirate, I mean they, you know they have machine guns and stuff like that. They're like Somali pirates, uh, not like Jack Sparrow, not Jolly Pirates. Yeah, they're not like Jolly Pirate Donuts, and they don't have like Long Johns and and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, and does I've I've also heard kind of comparisons that it can be like Fallout in the jungle or in the wild. Is it, it hold it, true at all? Because I, I love Fallout Three. Yeah, and you can attack different missions different ways. You can just kind of sneak around with the sniper rifle, take pot shots, disappear for a while, work your way back around. You can sneak in stealth mode and and kill people by hand, turn off alarms so they can't signal for help. And you can go through and, and really work your way around, or you can just go in and go nuts, which uh, Jack and I tried quite a few times. And Unsuccessfully. With, with some hilarious results. You can try to go all Rambo. Um, yeah, and I love I love those games. I mean, I, obviously I haven't played it, but it sounds like it's one of those things where they... You said they do have a pretty good story mode, and you saw someone with the, the bad guy's Voss or whatever his name was. Yeah. But you could also go off and just do whatever the hell you want and just have fun and this beautiful, gorgeous world. You, you always know what your next mission move is, but there's no timer. You can you can take off for hours and do your own thing. I mean, I was out hunting sharks and and finding hidden caves and, and just screwing around hunting animals and hiding in the jungles from patrols. You can just duck right down and watch them go by. You can decide to pick them off or you can leave them alone. And now, have you got any calls from PETA yet? Um... Peter Bread. <laughs> yeah, Peter would not like this game. Yeah, no, no real animals were harmed in, in the making of it. I don't think, but uh, in the game there are, and and 
And also about the about the pirates and stuff, you can clear out areas so that you don't get harassed as much. Yeah, uh, that's which is true. pretty cool. If you take over like a pirate outpost, once you destroy them all and, and take it over, it'll take their flag down and you'll put up the uh I forget what they're called the name of the inhabitants there. Mm-hmm. And your guys will kinda come in that, that are good with you in the area and the map will show up green instead of red. So you can kind of see, you can slowly gain control of areas and, re- and have a much safer zone to work I, with. I think it's funny that the, the red guys are the bad guys and the blue guys are the good guys. And it's just like the gamers' advocates, too. So just, <laughs> just remember that. That's right. Red, bad. Oh, that's great. Well, to kind of go the opposite direction of a Far Cry, I got to a game that I've been meaning to get to for kind of a while, which is the Unfinished Swan. And I guess I actually turned into the finish line. Yeah, it's not <laughs> yeah. a finish now. I mean, it, was, it was pretty quick. It took about, I don't know, two, two and a half hours or something. And you should have stopped right at the very end and just walked away and dropped the controller instead. <laughs> yeah, it would have been very finished. But it was, it was a very good game. It, I think, unfortunately, it was a victim of the hype machine a little bit because it, it got hyped that it was such an amazing game and an amazing experience. And while it was, sometimes you just expect more than anyone could ever hope to give, <laughs> which is kind of a problem sometimes, but... I enjoyed it. It was very, very peaceful, and they just had a lot of different new mechanics that are new and you really haven't seen before. And I know some people have seen demos or quick glimpses of where you're just in this white world and you have to throw black blobs of paint to kind of paint the world and see where you're going, and that's really only one small part of the game. So it's it's really good, and I, I don't really want to say much more because it's one of those games that you really should experience for yourself, and it's 15 bucks and... I highly recommend it. It was it was a very enjoyable time, and it was just a very peaceful, relaxing way to spend my weekend. Did you give it a 9.5? <laughs> I gave it a 10.0. No. <laughs> it would probably be around, I don't know, 8.5 to 9. It was it was very good. It's it's a really good game. I, I've played part of it, um, so I'm staying true to the unfinished end. But uh, I do that quite a bit. Uh, one game I did finish over the weekend also was uh, XCOM, so I could catch up with Jack. Um, great ending, um, great ending, awesome. and uh, um, it was kind of cool. Uh, I restarted with the new DLC, but haven't gotten to any of the DLC integrated into the story yet, so uh, it'll be good for another run-through as soon as I can pull myself away from Far Cry for ten minutes. We were talking about that uh, the other day, about getting you know DLCs and stuff like that. Well, now I'm comparing everything... Uh, to the Walking Dead episodes versus the cost because it was you're going to be disappointed mind. a lot. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not much is going to live up to that. That's for sure. Yeah, those are great. Well, I mean, Walking Dead. I know we've talked about it a million times. Yeah, about how great it was, but it's good. Kind of got some vindication this weekend at the Video Game Awards when told it won you. Game of the Year. Yeah, we told you it was good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so fully deserving, and hats off to the guys who made that a Telltale. And it's just it's great to see that. It's getting recognized because it it damn well deserves to be. Damn well deserves. Yeah, to and be. I and I I don't want to spend too much time on Walking Dead. And if you don't play it, you're a jerk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I feel like we spend a little too much time on Walking Dead, damn so jerk. we we don't want to make this into the Walking Dead ad, advocate or whatever you want to call it. But We're the Walking Advocate. There was a lot of other news at the video game awards, which was was very entertaining and had some world premiere trailers for such games as I don't know Bioshock, Tomb Raider. Last of Us and all these other games, and I say we dive right in and just kind of quickly talk about our impressions. So, how about that Bioshock Infinite? Finally, getting to see some gameplay footage. It um, it looks cool. I was a little worried about this one because I loved the underwater setting before of the first two Bioshocks, 
but uh, I got the feeling they're going to pull this off, and it's going to be pretty intense. Yeah, and it's also good that they're going basically the opposite of yeah. that ocean. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, they went two games in there, and I know the second one didn't get as much great praise as maybe the first one did, but they're trying not to make it stale, again, to that Call of Duty effect, World War II effect, where you're just rehashing the same things over and over again. So I can respect that. Yeah, and it's, it seems like it's got a lot of good things. And it's the greatest thing about Bioshock are those little touches. Like, when at the beginning of the trailer, when Elizabeth finds you, she's hitting you with a book, and all the title of the book, you can see it, and there's all those little paintings in her room. And there's what just the title of the book? Bit. I don't know. You can <laughs> see nothing. <laughs> the liar's advocate. But you can see it. No, but uh, <laughs> I think Bioshock, it still has the same feeling. I'm, I'm glad they went... Uh, with the airships and, and stuff like that. Um, so I I know there's, there's that creepy, weird violence um, yeah, yeah, that, that, they, that they have with it. It was kind of interesting in the um, in the game. He was throwing ravens out from his hand, and then grenades, and then meleeing, and then shooting with guns. And it seems like there's going to be, you know, I know they're creative with their weapons and stuff like that. It looks like they're going to do more of the same with that, which is which is nice. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's also cool that... Yeah, they have a lot of new powers, but they feel like they're called um, they're called like the the vi- the vigors. And in the first and second Bioshock, they were called plasmids. And even though they are different, they're a lot of the same. Like they have the fire spell. I'm not sure what it's called, but it it's kind of similar to incinerate. You run, yeah, fucker. really, it's similar to incinerate in the first Bioshock. Yeah, and the that raven one that Jack was talking about is similar to the insect swarm, where you can throw bees. So they have a lot of the Bioshock like trademark effects and even the sounds some of the sounds you hear and just the whole art style you can tell that it's a bioshock game but you could also tell that it's a completely different animal you throw birds at me you better run it's like a <laughs> you better you better you enjoy pissed. creepy whistles because they have those in there yeah songbirds coming after you better run <laughs> yeah so that's i mean it's it's great to see cuz i know there's been a lot of kind of mess worry about that game because it's been delayed so many times and this is really the first time that anyone's seen real gameplay and and actually the first time people have really gotten hands-on with the game after e3 a year ago or or whatever that was but it's just it looks like it's going to be just just fine yeah i don't worry about a game like that getting delayed because you know it's not getting canceled you know it's coming out you know they're working on it and i'd rather wait to get something polished again like i felt far cry 3 was pretty polished except for the couple minor little tweaks but um if if it takes an extra month or two to do that, so be it. Yeah, that's why even uh, Ken Levine, the creative director, said that that's why they delayed it one more month was just to polish it, to make sure it's that game that the fans the, that we deserve that we don't get an unfinished product or yeah, an unfinished it. It swan. Pretty cool. <laughs> and, and you're selling out sixty bucks for something, <laughs> and um, you know you want if you want to get get a game and get it new, uh, which is coming up actually in the Devil's Advocate. Uh, to shell out that kind of money, you want you want a really solid game. Oh, you just blew the surprise. Yeah, way to go, Jack. Uh, <laughs> Spoiler, Jack. And, uh, Spoiler. That's your pirate name, buddy. Spoiler. <laughs> it's also it kind of related, to, well, very related to Bioshock. Is there was a, a picture that went around the internet of this girl who looked exactly like Elizabeth from upcoming Bioshock Infinite, and she was just some random girl who kind of the, her photo went viral and. Uh, they actually hired her on as the official face of Elizabeth. It's kind of just a nice story of someone going from nowhere and going somewhere. I don't care. <laughs> there it is again. She, she does. She looks kind of weird though. It's like she's like a doll in some of the pictures. You're know, like, uh. Now I care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's just, just cool stuff. I don't know, I 
That's kind of cool. Now, moving on, so Bill doesn't get too sleepy and falls asleep. We have Tomb Raider, another trailer for another very anticipated game of next year. That's going to be pretty kick-ass. Yeah, it just it looks... It's not going to be like the old-school Tomb Raiders either. No, that's, that's actually what I was about to say, is it, it reminds me of how, like, the Dark Knight series and trilogy kind of rebranded Batman. It's taking... Because, like, Lara Croft has been through some ups and downs, and she got to, like, some... I don't know, there were, like, raptors and crazy things in some of the old games, and... Now it's looking like they're getting back to that real nitty-gritty story well, of kept, her origin. They kept making her boobs bigger in every game <laughs> to the point <laughs> where she couldn't see the game. She couldn't jump and stuff <laughs> yeah, or see what the, was coming. The realism was thrown out the window, just like the Batman movies. And yep. I think they're getting back to, if someone was pushed to this limit, this is how they would react. And that's oh. how that's you know that's what makes exactly. a game so great is you identify with what's going on. Not it's like it's kooky, goofy, you know, just is stupid almost to the point where you don't even want to want to believe it or go through it. Yeah, I mean even in the trailer Lara's talking to someone, I forget, it's like the captain of the plane that crashed or whatever it was and he's captain saying that stubing. Yes. <laughs> he's saying that uh you're like she doesn't know that if she can handle this mission or if she can do it and the guy goes, "Yes, but you're a croft." And like but she says, "I'm not that kind of croft." And she's like, "You are, but you don't know it yet." So it's you kind of you're we're gonna be on that journey of her going from some small town college girl or rich girl to someone who is kind of a ruthless killer and will do anything to get her friends and people back. Oh yeah, anybody gets a crap kicked out of them that much is gonna either <laughs> drop dead or come back pissed. Yeah, and it looks like it's gonna be the latter of the two, which will make for a pretty exciting game. Yeah, you get to see where she comes from, and uh, you know, considering it starts with the shipwreck on the whole island, you can see what happened to the love boat. <laughs> exactly. Maybe Gilligan will be on there too. You never he know. Or Lost. <laughs> oh <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah, no, it's on. Well, speaking of amazing games, how about that Last of Us? I cannot freaking wait till May of next year. May 7th, they finally announced a release date, which is uh, always a nice thing to know. There's games, there's great games, and then there's that just other level. Far Cry 3, you should try it. <laughs> that other level of games, the Uncharted's, the the ones that just blow your mind that you can sit there and just look at it and, and be blown away by what you're seeing. Then the storytelling is perfect. The voice acting is amazing. It's and like then, you're playing through a movie. It's yeah, like, that's exactly, exactly what it is. The, the cutscenes look like the gameplay, and there's no there's no real difference, at least from I saw in the trailer. You know, I don't I don't know I didn't see the HUD or anything like that on there, but it looks like, uh, you know, just a really beautifully rendered uh, game that has a deep character development and great storyline. Yeah, it's another thing that I mean they're not holding back. This is a dark post-apocalyptic world. I mean, we actually got the first real glimpse of the infected. These these fungal creatures that are kind of like zombies. They used and, to be people. Yeah, I mean, and there's, I mean, there's a Joel and Ellie, and they're Ellie's just a little girl. She's 13 or something, and I mean, they're not holding back. I mean, she's killing people. She's seeing what the worst the world has to offer because in that situation, that's what would happen. Like they're not trying to beat around the bush. She's like Carl from Walking <laughs> Dead, although sometimes she's in the house. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, not to talk about the Walking Dead, but it's like. A super cool Walking Dead. <laughs> hey, the Walking Dead is awesome. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. The Walking Dead's a super cool Walking Dead. Well, Don't you know. wish you could take this trailer and like go back in time to find yourself like an eighty sitting there playing Atari, going Space Invaders is sweet, and then show yourself that trailer and be like, guess what you get to see when you get old, dummy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's amazing where games are going. And I mean, another 
just thing to think about is we're seeing all these incredible games, but these aren't even next generation games. I mean, it's yeah. hard to even imagine what we're going to be seeing at E3 of next year and next holiday season. I mean, we have all these games to look forward to, Bioshock, Tomb Raider, Last of Us, all these incredible games, and they haven't even announced anything for next gen. Yeah, so it better not be the end of the world. Or I'm going to be pissed. I mean, frankly, not to, not to steal a line from Bill, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about the next gen because... Uh, I'm vetoing that. <laughs> because uh, there's just so much great stuff uh, right now. I mean, there's not like I'm hurting... Yeah. For for graphics or more realism because it it already looks really great. Yeah, I'm having so. I mean, yeah, when we when there's something's out there that we haven't seen yet, when we do see it, we're gonna be like, wow. But for now, seeing trailers for games coming up like Beyond and The Last of Us and as much fun we had with Far Cry, it's like I'm not in a big hurry. Yeah, exactly, and I, I think that is very true, especially because these systems are powerful and they can like I mean extend their life for a very long time, but. What I'm excited for about this, the next generation of consoles is... Making fun of the Wii? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I can't wait for. Is is those things that we don't know that we want. That's true. Like There's, there's going to be those things where we're going to see and be like, how did we ever live without that? Like This is such an amazing thing that just wouldn't be possible with the current generation of consoles. Yeah, it better not be like deep-fried Twinkies. <laughs> like You didn't know you could deep-fry everything in the world. And it started with that. And now we don't have any Twinkies. I don't know where I'm going with this, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Hostess is gone. Basically, you want a Twinkie is what you're saying. <laughs> Somebody, if you have one, just just mail one to me. You know, At least send us right. a picture of a Twinkie. Let us just look at one. Kind of, kind of speaking of movies and different things like that, we can kind of go into the uh, TV show realm and just talk about South Park. I mean, this this uh, trailer for wait, South wait. Park, The Stick of Truth. Yeah, you got to clarify that we're not talking about the show. Yeah, but it's going to be hard to t- tell because this trailer they showed was no. basically like an episode or a trailer for a movie yeah. of South Park. Yeah, and it, it's so well done. It's so well done. Again, something else that's coming out this generation that how could that look any better next generation? You can't. If you want to look like the show. That's going to be fantastic. And it was The trailer was hilarious. Oh, yeah. yeah. They didn't hold back. I think I think South Park's the only show where you can have the main plot driven uh part of the game be a literal stick. <laughs> it's just it, a stick on a it's pillow. A stick of truth, okay. <laughs> and it's just it's, it has that South Park humor. I mean the classes are what, warrior, paladin, princess, who's actually Kenny. <laughs> it has the high jewel. Happy Hanukkah, by the way. Cartman actually says in the trailer, he's like, I don't know they're like, Why did he Kenny want to be the princess? He's like, It's just weird stage he's rolling with right now. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, you could tell it just has that South Park feel running through and through, and it's got the character voices, it's got the writers. I mean, this is not a dumbed-down version. This is the real deal. I do, I do have a theory about Kenny. He could be cheesing. Yeah. I don't know. If you've seen South Park, you'll get that. If not, I'm sorry. <laughs> Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> so that's, that's just something very, to look, very great to look forward to. But there was probably the biggest news was a brand-new game that was announced. The Phantom Pain. I mean, it looks pretty cool. It also looks like something that we may have seen before. <laughs> yeah, this in a looks way. like it could be one of the greatest trolls in video gaming history. Like the if, if that's true, slow clap. Oh yeah, slow clap. Hideo Kojima, you're the yes. man. So yeah, this <laughs> this game, The Phantom Pain, is a new game being developed by Moby Dick Studios, and there, it's just a trailer of this guy who wakes up in a coma. He's kind of bandaged and. Basically, the trailer just goes into madness where people are dying and he's running through the hospital and just trying to escape and there's all these questions coming on the screen and 
I mean, the graphics look amazing. He's got one great. claw arm because his one arm's gone. Which, kids, if you, if your stuff doesn't come out of the vending machine, just go get somebody. Don't try to reach your arm up there because that's what happens. Exactly. And then you got a hook for a hand. And then guess we all want a Twinkie. Yeah, exactly. All right. But uh, I, I was going to say about the Moby Dick Studios, uh, just one thing to say about this game. There's a giant flaming whale that swallows a helicopter. I don't get it. It looked awesome. But, you know, if that's going to be part of the game, I'll be like, yeah, I'd like to see that. If you've listened to Pink Floyd enough, under the right circumstances, you've seen that happen. (laughs) Ain't that the truth? At least once. There was also a unicorn with, like, a flaming horn thing, too. There was a lot of flames. It looks kind of crazy and trippy. Flaming unicorns. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of flaming things. And it's not no homo, you know, no gay stuff. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Not anything wrong with it. You know, whatever. But <laughs> yeah, it, it it looks. I mean, they didn't. They, it wasn't like a fake thing that they mentioned. It wasn't. They said Metal Gear Solid Five at the end and said this is like a joke. They they went full out and are trying to convince people that this is that. But there's there's the little subtle hints. I mean, the main character of the trailer looks a lot like Snake or Big Boss. You don't really and, see his face till the yeah, end. Yeah, but either. you kind of get the beard, and even yeah. when he's breathing at the end, it kind of looks like that he's that he's Snake and. One of the enemies you saw kind of looked like Psycho Mantis from the first Metal Gear Solid. And there was some crazy thing at the end of the trailer. It was like a girl or some monster that was floating in the background. And it's just, I don't know, it, it reminds you of, yeah, it reminds you of Metal Gear. And also at the Remind end, me of an ex. when the, when the, um, floating crazy bitch. <laughs> when the logo comes up, there's some spaces in between some of the letters and of the title. And if some, People on the internet kind of filled in Metal Gear Solid Five, and it fits perfectly into the title. So you could you could check that on our Facebook page for a quick way to see it. But in the developer's name was a, uh, an acronym for uh, Kojima. Kojima. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there's all these things, and I'm. I mean, it's it's pretty much a foregone conclusion. It's Metal Gear Solid or something in that universe. Metal Gear Solid Five, which. Hey, bring it on, because that would be incredible. Seriously, am I the only one that had, like, a crazy flying bitch ex-girlfriend? <laughs> and you guys, you're looking so. at me like I'm, you've never I'm all been right. there. I'm all right, yeah. You I, don't want that, though. It's not, I, I'm not proud. Not not to be too forward, forward-looking with gaming, though, but Metal Gear Solid Six is he going to have a peg leg and a hook hand? I don't know. Depends on the... I, I don't know. I, if I was... You lose unarmed, you stay away from machinery forever. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. So I, I don't know if it's a dream... Check that other arm, <laughs> dream sequence. I want to know how he lost his hand. I mean, come on. Well, the way that thing shook out, though, it, the whole thing could have been in his mind. It could have been... You know, the, when he, wa- he wakes up and to this doctor saying he's been in a coma for a while, maybe that's still part of the coma. Maybe he really wakes up after that and what we're seeing is just uh, to screw with your head. I know people are getting straight up murdered and you need to get out of there. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, there's one scene where he's coma trying murder. to... Try, he's running from people with guns in this huge crowd of patients and then he's trying to get away and then all of a sudden people and guns come the other direction and start firing and it's just like a massacre and it's it's madness. It looks, it looks really good. I'm very excited for that. And so, I mean, there's the VGAs. I mean, it, I think it was a pretty good turnout. They had a lot of great stuff, great world premiere footage. I mean, they even had Gears of War Judgment, which some more footage of that, which, I mean, it's more Gears of War, but for the fans, that's something great. They yeah. showed a little more Assassin's Creed 3 DLC for the tyranny of King Washington, which an alternate take on history is always fun to experience and seeing George Washington as a king and kind of the you bad guy. you actually get to chop down the cherry tree or something? <laughs> yeah, you never know. And then lie about it. And they, yeah. they also announced the game that I'm sure will be crushing the souls of millions of people around the world is Dark Souls Dark Souls 2. They just show. I mean, it was a, mostly a CGI trailer, but any more in that universe, I'm sure, have gotten a lot of people excited because that game was 
sold incredibly well and is just pretty awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting game, and I like how they how they use the the mechanics in there. Something something different, um, a good feel. Hopefully, uh, they do it do it right on this uh, sequel. Yeah, and they also said I saw something on the news today saying how they're going to try and make Dark Souls two a little more approachable. So I don't know if they're maybe tone down the difficulty level or give you more options, but it's looking like they're. Hope I mean I'm sure they'll keep that hardcore core and still make it so you can experience it that way, but. It's always good when you can get your product out to more people. Oh, for sure. I I um I didn't get the last game because not that I would be afraid to do it, but I know I'm one of those that would be like, ah, oh, screw this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might After like a while, break a TV or a controller. And, I, and, or and I've heard it's the kind of game that will make you curse like a sailor. Yeah, but it's it's a very rewarding anyway. experience. But yeah, and not and uh. Not to harp on this again, but you know, Walking Dead won one game of the year. <laughs> it I, did. So all that talk we gave it, and and all those props we gave this game were justified. Yeah, we kind of we kind of called Thanks, that one. Spike. Booyah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's, it's great. So it was it was good, and it's good to see. I mean, there was a lot of celebrities at the VGAs. I mean, you saw Samuel <laughs> Jackson hosted it. He was awesome. Adam Scott from Parks and Rec. Jessica Alba. Boing. I mean, they were they were just <laughs> they were just. Yeah, she good, looked. She good, looked great. You gotta recognize. Just yeah. Alba looked fantastic. Yeah, but it's it's good to see that there's just support and for this kind of thing because it's it's good to see this kind of recognition for the video game world and yeah, it's always good to see that they get their world premieres and the people are watching and looking because yeah, we like this industry. Yeah. Plus, it's not going to be on. You're not going to see much coverage on G4 after long. They're changing it to the Esquire channel. Yeah. Weird. They, they they change the channel and the format and how to get that it, show so is, many different times. It's driving me crazy. Uh, my question is, I mean, if you change to that channel when it once it switches over next year, is it going to smell like Drakkar? I mean, on <laughs> I the TV, is I it going to smell like Polo from? I there? don't know. They got they got rid of all the hosts. You had to keep upping your upping your monthly subscription fees just to get it. Yeah, well, it was it was a pain. Now. It's gone now. It's becoming just a television or a television station for men. So who, I mean, who knows what that that's going to be? That, but we don't need to talk about that because it is no longer video game related. <laughs> yeah, but it hurts me. It hurts. Cut me deep. Yeah, but so it's it's always sad to see those things happen. But hey, so are the times. Um, so moving on to one of our next topics, just to hit on real quick, is uh, the 25th anniversary of Mega Man. And Bill's giving me a face that he doesn't care, but it's it's important it's important to mention because it's important. What's it say? It says read it out he loud. Crossed, he crossed this line out and says I don't care. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell him why he should care because it's the 25th anniversary of Mega Man, and we all know what hap- what's been going on with Mega Man, where he hasn't been around for a while and hasn't been getting much love. And with this, this is kind of cool because it's a fan made Capcom supported project that is coming out on December 17th to the PC for free. And it's more Mega Man, and the bosses are actually Street Fighter characters. And you get new powers and more Mega Man, and it's just it's good that they're not giving up on a franchise that's loved so greatly. If they were like Street Walker characters, that'd be awesome. If he was like fighting hookers for boss levels, that'd be sweet. Not not to be too much of a hater, but you said fan support. I mean, game's got to be fan supported or else no one's going to buy those things. <laughs> I don't know. Fan created, not oh, supported. Okay. I'm sorry, I apologize. Yeah. Jack, you're fired. <laughs> but yeah, I um I do I really enjoyed Mega Man. I think the first Mega Man was uh was awesome. I played Mega Man Legends, excellent excellent game back in the yeah. day. One of the best 3D uh shooters on there. Ever since then, I I haven't cared for Mega Man at all. I'm sorry, but yeah, it's, it. it's not it's not it's not one or the other if you like it or not. It's just that it's cool to see Capcom 
just showing that the fans that it cares and giving a free game pretty soon about a franchise that people have been clamoring for for a long time. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's that's more or less our new segment. We didn't want to spend too much time because this is actually our holiday shopping special. <laughs> we've we've kind of went into the the annals of the internet. <laughs> Big word. <Whoa. laughs> hey, don't, don't, hey. Easy, easy, Not easy, all of us know. did that. Uh, and hey. we searched kind of for the best deals and the best type of things that we could find that we would love to see you get because there's a lot of good deals out there to find and they could be a little hard to find if you don't know where to look. So we're going to kind of take this look in a... Look at the game store. Yeah, you could do that, but sometimes <laughs> you don't want it. Sometimes you want to do it from the comfort of your own home. That's right, sometimes and we've got those busy. options for you. Don't worry. Yeah, and for our Devil's Advocate segment, we're going to kind of take three different sides. I'm going to be taking the collections. So, like, let's say you get the God of War Saga collection where you get all three games or you get all these different games for a great price and even maybe an HDified version to experience it. And Bill's going to take the cheap or maybe used games <laughs> for those who don't have all that cash flow. Back to the street walkers. <laughs> and Jack is going to be on the side of, you know what? Old games are old. Let's get the new stuff out there. <laughs> like, don't give people stuff that's been out. Let's get the be on the front line. We want to be crack-a-lacking on the full price right when it comes out. <laughs> Gotta get it. Yeah, these, so it's going to be hard so before, to argue with Jack. Before we get into... Crack-a-lacking. Yeah. pretty badass. <laughs> before we get into the devil's advocate, we're going to kind of walk in this hand-in-hand hand and kind of give some of our top games that we think would fit our categories because, yeah, we're going to fight and argue and maybe all of us won't make it out alive, but <laughs> we want to help you out first. So I know Bill's been working on a list of a lot of good, cheap games that some of these prices, I'm sure, will surprise you. Absolutely. And and I want to stress that what I did find online were not sales. These were not games that were on sale. These are regular list price for used games. Um, I found most of these on GameStop. Obviously, those can, that can change at any time. They can change their pricing. It could go up. It could go down even more. But every game that I found here had an average rating of 8 or above. And, and my argument is going to be based on a few specific games, I think, that are going to prove the point that you can get a lot more for your money. But just some high-end games with some ridiculously low prices. Uh, Gears of War, average rating of 8.9, is 2.99 used. The sequel, Gears of War 2, 4.99. But you can get huge games like Fable 2, 2.99. I, I'm not talking, you know, twenty, thirty dollars for these. We're talking less than five bucks for these great games. That's, I mean, that's that's incredible. I mean, how do you turn those things down? I mean, I know these games are old, but these are some of the best games of the generation that you can get for less than lunch. <laughs> well, we mentioned uh, Metal... Than a hamburger, yeah. Yeah, we mentioned Metal Gear Solid. You know, this could be the new game coming out. Well, the very last one, some, Metal Gear Solid 4, Sons of the Patriots, PS3 exclusive, huge game, great reviews, had an average score of 9.3. It's 9.99. And I, I mean, and if you're if you're thinking about getting into gaming, I think now is, now is the best time if you're kind of on the fence or... You're going well. I'll get the Wii. It looks fun and something <laughs> like, like that. But but if you want to get into like the the really well-made games, you know, adult games, um, that these are just great prices for for great uh, great titles. Well, and, let, and let's say you don't have these systems yet. Let's say you're buying for maybe your your child or maybe even an, an older kid or a teenager. 
Or maybe you just have money that you want to spend and you're looking for the best deals for actually getting these systems. Because, yeah, there's been rumors and rumblings that the next generation is coming out and all that, but there is still a lot of life left in these systems. And if you bought one of these bundles or one of these systems at a good price, you should have no regret over that because there's so many games that are out there and that are coming out. I mean, we found a few items, like for Amazon. The Amazon-only price of $300, you can get a 250-gigabyte PlayStation 3 with PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale, which is Sony's answer to Super Smash Brothers, and the Ratchet and Clank collection, which is all the Ratchet games, HDified, and 30 days of PlayStation Plus, which gets you 12 free games for PS3 and 6 for the Vita, if you have that, for $300. I mean, it's a it's an amazing deal. And the PS3, it's a Blu-ray player, and you get a 250-gigabyte hard drive in there. It's basically like a computer for super cheap that you can, you know surf the web with and, and do a lot of other things too. You can watch 3D um, movies on it. You can watch, you know, it's, it's a it's a cool system. And also it was just announced that Netflix was is watched most on PS3s. So you can tell that people are using it not only for games but to watch these movies and watch all these different streaming services. It, it really can be like the entertainment center uh, of, of your living room. I mean, so can an Xbox 360. Sure. Not so much a Wii. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, I, 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 to be able to watch 3D movies and not have to go buy a 3D DVD player, if you've got the TV that that'll run 3D, and it it they look excellent. I've got the, a first generation PS3, the one that looks like a Foreman grill. Yeah, right. I mean, it's like a 20 gig old PS3. And, and I don't get, I don't get. This is a question for the community. I don't get why people don't like the slim models and they like the, the clamshell. I mean, I, I don't know if you want a 40 pound device that looks like a George Foreman grill. I mean, explain it to me because I honestly don't know. But sometimes you want to make dinner. Um, actually, it's solid. I mean, like I said, I've got, I've had this thing for years and years. Um, I've yeah, never had one single issue of freezing anything yeah. wrong oh god it's gonna die time i get home tonight. <laughs> <It could be. laughs> yeah don't jinx it don't That's jinx it but, that. but it could be like an anti-theft system i mean it, it weighs like 80 pounds and uh, you know no one's <laughs> gonna steal it right <laughs> well i don't know i, I, I don't know i it, I'm, I'm if i saw it i'd assume it was a grill and i'd check see if anything was in it if not i would leave yeah ps3 i mean it's i know they've changed and they slimmed it down but i'm like bill i've had my ps3 since 2006 i think it was and it's still going strong so it's it's great stuff are we in the middle of the devil's advocate right now Uh -uh. oh we're still being friends (laughs) oh because you guys are like doing a great job helping my case jumping on jumping on bill's side hey these are this isn't helping your case this is going for just bundles another ps3 bundle is you can get the uncharted 3 game of the year bundle for 259 which you get Uncharted 3, you get an upcoming free-to-play game, Dust 514, and you also get $30 free to spend on their downloadable content and 30 days of PlayStation Plus for 259 which is another good deal for PS3. But if PlayStation isn't your cup of tea, we also have some good Xbox deals. There's some holiday bundles out there. If you're maybe a hardcore gamer and you're looking to get into the Xbox game, there's one for 250 where you get Forza 4 and Skyrim. For two fifty, two hundred and fifty dollars, and a two hundred fifty gigabyte hard drive. What was the first game that came? Forza Four, the racing game. Oh, f- oh, okay. I yeah. thought he said something else. <laughs> and then if you're, let's say you have children and you don't want these hardcore games and you don't need all that hard drive space, but you still want to get a good gaming system that's not the Wii. Maybe you just have maybe different tastes. There's also a Connect Holiday Bundle for that same price, which comes with a Connect, the Disneyland Connect game, and Connect Adventures, which are. Great games, and kids will have a lot of fun. I mean, my little brother and sister played that, and they were just having the time of their lives. That's cool. How old are they? 
six and eight. Oh, they're gonna be that. See, can you imagine if we had a connect and that kind of yeah. stuff when we were that age? Oh, I know. They, they look like these crazy age. kids. They, they don't know they're spoiled today. Yeah, they don't even know. Jerks. We played Pitfall. <laughs> yeah. Okay, a lot. I played Pitfall a lot. <laughs> Poor guy. <clears throat> no, but there's a lot of good things out there. I mean, there's many deals, and those are just a few of them for the bundles because they have just. I mean, it's it's really never been a better time to jump on because there's such a good catalog of games for all these systems, and you really can't go wrong if you're buying for someone, if you're w- wondering what to spend your money on. There's just so many good things out there. <clears throat> now, I think we could probably jump into our Devil's Advocate segment. It's game on. Game <laughs> you on. ready for the Devil's Advocate? I wonder if anyone would like to go first. I'll, I'll go first. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll be more than happy to wait and set you suckers up. Wait, so wait, 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 wait and see. Hi, Jack. Why are full price games the way to go? I think uh, full price way to go, especially with even even pre order. I mean, don't even wait like till the first day it comes out. Just pre order those things because they have so many bonuses and content and stuff that you can get uh, with these games. I mean, we just spent you know the first half of our show talking about you know, all these new titles that are coming out that we can't wait to get. And I'm sure there's going to be bonuses for it and, and even better stuff just on the South Park trailer. They're already uh, touting the pre-order bonuses, you know, weapons, characters. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know why you'd wait. I mean, just just get those new games. You'll be, you'll be the cool kid with the newest <laughs> game uh, on Christmas. You know, you won't be playing with the... I know we said, you know, used games are, are great to get into it, but if you want to be really cool... You get that game when it comes out, and you're like, "Hey, dudes, guess what I got?" Yeah. Just like Bill with Far Cry Three, he's been he's been rubbing it in my face ever since. That's and now right. I gotta get that game because I'm dying. I'm gonna buy it again when it's used too. Yeah, I, mean, I, I hear you on the Far Cry Three, but when you talk about South Park and you talk about these pre-order games, I mean, on Christmas morning, let's say you wake up and you're all happy and you can't wait to get to that tree, and you're running around and you're so happy, and you get to your tree and then you have a receipt, <laughs> and that's all you get. Would that be a good Christmas morning for you, Jack Whittington? Well, let me let me just rebuttal. Um, I thought you celebrated Hanukkah, so I mean I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I do love Hanukkah. Okay, fine. If you're lighting that menorah and you get your present, and then your mom or dad gives you a receipt, <laughs> that works too. Well, I mean you don't have to get that game, but I mean there's plenty plenty of games uh, that that you can get that are new that you can't really find used yet. That haven't been traded in. I mean, you know, you could go to GameSpot and try and get it used. I mean, you'll save five bucks. But then also, you know, you're saving the five bucks. That comes into mind. Well, I want something really clean and crisp that no one else has got their grubby little hands on with all their germs and whatever else. I mean, why do, why do you want to get a used game that's full of, like, Ebola? And then, great. Now you got now you got an anthrax infection because well, you, you got a used game that some kid coughed all over. Brought it back to the store. It's like, oh, yeah, it works great. But, you know, I puked on it before I brought it back. So uh, <laughs> just get that new game with that crisp wrapper, and then um, no one will hate you. Yeah, that's, that's, all well, that's all well and good. But, you know, a lot of people have to buy a lot of different presents for different people. And sometimes they don't, I mean, they don't have as much money to spend on that one game. And, I mean, there are games like Far Cry and different things that will yes, give there you are, a lot of... Great. Yeah, no, they will give you a lot of bang for your buck. But there are some games out there that come for less than the price of a full retail game and will get you possibly hundreds of hours. 
I mean, God of War Saga Collection. You get God of War 1, 2, and 3, the Chain of Olympus and Ghost of Sparta, which were great PSP versions that have been upscaled for the PS3, and you get a 30-day trial of PS PlayStation Plus to get all those free games for $40. I mean, these are some of the best games on the PS3, and especially when you're buying a console for someone, or even people who haven't really gotten into these. I mean, what better way to spend... I mean, that's getting so much content for that small price. And even... Let's even say the Mass Effect trilogy. I mean, I know it's kind of a new game, but it's a collection because you get all these three games for the price of one game, and that's hundreds of hours. You can get all three of those games cheaper than the price of that one game used combined. Yeah, it comes in all pretty packaging. and <laughs> He's worried about Ebola again. and that, I mean, that's that's all well and good, but I can't take that side because I like just buying them new when they're out uh, and... Yeah. Yeah, Bill, used games hurt the industry. You're a bad man. Oh, I, I beg to differ. Used games hurt the industry. Now, you might hear some of these developers talk about used games and how they're losing money on it. But the simple fact is what you guys talked about. There's pre-order bonuses, there's DLC. When you buy it used, you don't get that stuff. So a lot of these people are buying used games. If they like the game, which if they don't, that's the developer's fault anyway... But if they like the game, they're going to go buy that DLC for it because they say, hey, if I spent 10 bucks on this game, you know, it's worth spending another couple bucks here and there to get extra stuff. So that developer's still going to make money off that used game, and those same people are more likely to buy a sequel of, of that game based on what they bought used. But you want to talk about collections and getting a cheaper price? Let me tell you about getting good content for good prices. Either of you guys play Fallout 3? What is that? <laughs> I'm kidding, yes, I love that How game. many hours do you think you can put into that game realistically to play it? Two to three. <laughs> you want to put some zeros after yeah, that? And then you just multiply that by 30. <laughs> so you, you want to talk about getting hundreds of hours of content uh, for the God of War collection? You could combine all five of those games, and you'll get maybe a third of what you can get in Fallout 3. And guess how much you can get Fallout 3 used for? $20 million. Close. Six ninety nine. That's $6.99. In fact, you can get the Game of the Year edition with five downloadable packs to that used for still less than 20 bucks. You want to talk about another one? Yes, Bill, we do. <laughs> Thanks, guys. No. How many hours do you think you can get out of Red Dead Redemption? A lot. Yeah. For 20 bucks, you can get a lot. Now, granted, that was a great game when it came out, but guess what? It's still a great game now that it's used. It looks fantastic. It plays fantastic. In fact, you can get it with DLC for 25 bucks still used. Um, and then you could get it with the uh, yeah, that's actually 29.99, which was on that, my list. Brand new, brand new, 29.99. But you can get that thing used. Yeah, but then you could give money to Rockstar, who we know is struggling. <laughs> Not yeah, <so> right. <laughs> but speaking of Rockstar, I mean, yeah, yeah, you could get all these games and have all these different boxes and maybe missing some box art. And I know it's it's. Not a huge deal, but some people like having nice-looking collections. But they came out with the Rockstar Games collection that has Red Dead Redemption. It also has Grand Theft Auto, the episodes from Liberty City. It has L.A. Noir. It has Midnight Club, Los Angeles Complete Edition. I mean, these games are are great. But some of those collections are really just one game with DLC added in it. And if you buy that same game used, you can also buy the DLC, which also goes on sale quite often, too, nowadays. Well, DLC is getting lower priced and price drops. So you can get those same games in the regular package instead of the fancy package cheaper still and still get the same content. Well, the DLC pricing drops and that uh and you just the rebuttal to your own supporting the developers. 
uh, with the DLC content. They're pricing. They're dropping the price to sell more. They're well, still making the money. They may be making a little less on each transaction, but if more people buy it because the price drops, they're going to make more money. It's not 60 bucks on a new game. Plus, you just save your money and buy Far Cry 3, brand spanking new. And also, a lot of times with these with these used games, I mean, it's good to get these these collections and different things like that, but sometimes with your, your DLC argument, sometimes it could be too little too late. I mean, some games are defined by how much they sell and all these things. And, I mean, yeah, the prices go down, but sometimes, like, games like Call of Duty or games like um, even even these Rockstar games, yeah, I mean, they're, they are dropping in prices a little bit and some other things like that, but sometimes it takes a while to get for these game prices to drop. Really? A little bit? Gears of War 3, one of the biggest games of last year, used 1999. Uh, let's talk about Uncharted 3, one of the biggest games of last year, 1999. But Hold on, before you go there, i got to throw one more out to you. Battlefield 3, the Call of Duty killer to some. It's always been back and forth. People always argue which one's bigger. Well, 1999 brand or used for Battlefield 3 for the Xbox or the PS3. I will say to people, if you do go and get these old games, especially old multiplayer games like Call of Duties and, and stuff like that, I I've actually played them. I've gone back uh to, you know, Call of Duties that are years and years old and they've usually they've totally messed up the multiplayers. Um they've been hacked and slashed and they've done all sorts of crazy things to it. So it's not the original game and everyone's overpowered. And honestly, it wasn't any fun. So even if, you know, you take a side with Devil's Advocate or something, that is something uh, to watch out for uh, with some of these games. All right, then let's go with Batman Arkham Asylum, one of the biggest games of last year. Don't have to worry about multiplayer, $14.99. $14.99. Arkham Asylum's the old one. Shut up. That one's good, too. (laughs) Yes, it is. But another, another reason that I love collections is, you get these these older games that maybe <laughs> younger people or people that never got around to these games can experience games the way they were meant to be. So like a game like the Eco or Shadow of the Colossus. I mean, these games, yeah, they, they may hold up decently well, but when you get that up and those HD resolutions, and yeah, I mean, it's it's nineteen ninety nine. That's pretty much the price of a used game. And you can get a brand new game and still support those developers to get those, those great prices. And those games don't have DLC. <laughs> I mean, you get these great games of the past and yeah i mean they may be dated but it's good to see i mean shadow of the classes is probably one of the best games of maybe all time it's just something so unique and you can experience it the way that is meant to be experienced and not be hampered by the technical issues of the past you know what else though and i can trump you on this adam and it's (laughs) going to really take your argument and flush it down the toilet all those great collections you can buy those used too sucker i know i said that but then you can't support the developers Sure you can. And you don't get it crispy. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. We are we have we are not paid by any <laughs> game company, but I will say this. I've been buying used games at GameStop for years. I have yet to take one home and have it not work. Yeah, I mean that's that's all well and good, and I'm I'm fine with that. I just with the used games, it just hurts because it's getting to a point where we mentioned this a little before, where some of these mid tier games just aren't supported anymore because I mean GameStop is taking a big chunk out of the developer's money, and it's it's hard to support a lot of these games that aren't the AAA titles. You know what they need to do then? Take a page from Telltale. Digital release it, and then put out the, the disc later for the people that want to buy the disc. That way, sure, some people are going to buy it used, but the majority have already paid them that money. 
Yeah, and they bought it new, fresh, fresh, fresh from the people. But uh, I'd say on the devil's advocate end that I clearly won again because I will claim victory every week. <laughs> but I think it's up for people to decide. But i got to say, I'm disappointed in both of you guys. You guys missed one major thing you could have slammed me with. All right, bring it. The fact that a lot of these older games that are used, that sometimes on as far as multiplayer, sometimes they sh- shut down the servers for online play. There you go. Well, well I, I, I kind of made that point with the with the hacking of uh, the Call of Duty servers, and, and sometimes they, the they, games will just shut them down, especially sports games and, that are old. Okay, sports games. See, I don't, I don't play a ton of sports games, but I know the servers, and that's why the servers were so weird, is because. Um, yeah. Private private people had to set up their own, and they could set up whatever rules they wanted, and they sped up the game actually three times of what it was. So it was it was really weird, and I, weird. I didn't I didn't like it at all. So so that's more or less our devil's advocate segment, and we actually have a uh, devil's advocate. Yeah, buddy. We actually have a question from one of our listeners. His name is Ben Ross. He's also known as Sandra's Naughty Elf. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of the sports games, yes. Uh, ben writes into us and says, "Hey guys, love the show." I'm the kind of guy who usually only plays sports games, but when I do play other games, I need something that's plot-driven, but not too in-depth that I'm overwhelmed with everything that needs to be done. Usually there is some fighting or major action involved. Anything coming out in the near future that will spark my interest? What do you guys think? Um, As far as near future, I know which one you're going to say. Near future, actually, after reading that the second time, I would say when the disc comes out next week or tomorrow... For, for the Walking Dead game because it is more plot driven and there is some action um, but I would have said and Jack will back me on this Far Cry 3 it just came out wait hold on I just have, do you guys like Far Cry 3? Uh, a little no. bit a little bit it's, like, it's no. just it's, it's a little bit everything you can, it's got a great storyline a very very good storyline great voice acting you can follow the plot directly or you can branch off and do your own thing for hours at a time it's like it's like Grand Theft Auto and you're on an island just like being cool, you can get Jack and I would get to the top of like uh, mountain air stuff and getting ready to jump off on a hang glider and just I mean you just stop and you look around for a while and look at this amazing looking area and then know you can just go to any of those places. Yeah, it's, it's so awesome. I thought I should have had a Hawaiian shirt on and yeah. some board shorts while I was playing it. Jack should have a pina colada. <laughs> and I also I also think those are good games because yeah. They you can play around and you could it's just like a giant playground and you can do whatever you want. But also maybe they'll find out that they want to go deeper into that story and deeper into those things and it's kind of like a way to work your way in because yeah. you can go around and yeah hunt your animals or go hang gliding or look at the pretty sights. But maybe you'll be like hmm, I like this story. Let's see where it goes. So it's a I think that's a good choice for games that could kind of maybe easily work your way into it, that. It's got different skill levels. The normal skill levels is is challenging, but it's not to the point where it's ridiculous. I mean, it's still, it's a great fun level. Yeah. And I'm going to get on to what I think in the near future that will hopefully spark your interest, but I just want to mention the Mass Effect series, especially Mass Effect 3. I mean, Mass Effect 1 and 2, they do have their, I mean, they're, they're, they are involved and they have a lot of things you have to put your mind into, but in Mass Effect 3, they instilled this new feature where you can choose to play the game just for the action or just for the story. So let's say you choose just for the action. They're going to kind of make the choices for you that Mass Effect is so known for and just let you play that fun power-based gun-playing action. Or you can, if you just want to listen to the story, you can make an easy action place and not really have to worry about dying all the time if you're not really good at those games. That's a great option. It's a good good way to kind of experience one of the best games of 
ever. <laughs> like a very easy way. But I thought you said stuff coming out in the near future. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. So in the near future, um, coming out yeah, in the next few months is God of War Ascension. God of War games are gorgeous. They have giant set pieces fighting these great titans and gods. and oh, I mean, it's just all balls-to-the-wall action. I mean, you're just going in and just eviscerating everybody and using all these powers and you get amazing graphics and cutscenes and scripted moments and it's just it's just a fun ride the whole way. And if you're into a game like that and and that's your thing, you can also get God of War 3 used for 14.99. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. <laughs> and it's they also have multiplayer, so if you're into those kind of things, you can play with your friends. So The third one does not. No, yeah, the God of War Ascension, will. correct. Yeah, so it's it I think that's a good way. And it's also a prequel to the God of War series, so it's it might be a good jumping-on point. You never know. Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure it'll be hard to go back after this because this will be the best step it's forward. But it's going to be cool. Yeah, it's going to be pretty great. And also, I would have to say that there's, I mean, there's probably, do you, do you have any in mind, Jack, that you think would help Mr. Benjamin out? Well, I mean, what, what you guys mentioned were, were really good. Um, I was just going to mention as far as just skill levels and what they took in gaming. I mean, The Walking Dead doesn't take a whole lot of skill in video gaming. You know, if you want something really casual, to go through the go through the plot line. I mean, you That's just true. you just hit a button, but there's a few panic moments. But yeah, there, it's nowhere near. And plus, you can replay it right away. There's a lot of chapters and stuff like that. It's nowhere near the skill that you would need for, like, say, a God of War, or even a Fallout, yeah. or, or something like it's that. It's more living in that world and experiencing the choices and things like that. But, but yeah, you definitely want to steer clear of, of like a like Fallout games and stuff like that with lots of items and customization because that can, that can bog you down. So I think uh, Bill Bill and Adam's suggestions were, were really good. And also if I could put, I mean, maybe you don't have a PlayStation. If you're more of an Xbox guy, uh, Gears of War Judgment that's coming out would be great for you because the P, uh, the studio people can fly who are making this game, they kind of said they're taking the Gears of War, and it's still going to be Gears of War, but they're focusing more on the action. And they're going to make... I mean, there's going to be story, and there's going to be that plot that you may be looking for, but this is going to be kind of like God of War. It's just shooting people and just having a great time, very testosterone-infused. and It's just going to be a great experience. Oh. If, you're, yeah, if, you're, if you're not looking for anything too serious, you can just go and just destroy everything. Right on. So, ben, I, I really appreciate the email. It was a great question, and I'm, hopefully we helped out a little bit. Um, so that's, that's more or less our holiday special. We hope, hopefully gave you some good ideas. We are very special. Hopefully we gave you some good ideas. And also, we actually actually just saw something. There's some good prices for $40, just kind of a last note. I mean, you could get games like Halo 4, Dishonored, Hitman Absolution, Skyrim, Need for Speed, Most Wanted, and XCOM for 40 bucks. Those are all great yeah, games, I mean, so especially for, XCOM. For one last thing I just had to mention. I mean, for, they're 20 bucks off the retail price, and all those games are worth it. So hopefully we gave you guys some good ideas of what to get your family or your friends or even yourself. Because we know it could be hard to go into stores and with all the madness of people and you just kind of want to get in and get out. And hopefully there's some good items there and we helped you out. So that is pretty much episode four of The Gamer's Advocate. We yep. hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you can, If you like us, please, please subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us some, a rating. It'll help our, our people find us and... Help make the show into something great. You could also like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. On Twitter, we're at Advocate Gamers. And on Facebook, just search for The Gamers Advocate. And once again, remember to look for that blue shield. Yeah, we're not the Red Gamers Advocate. <laughs> yeah, and if you, if you want to follow us on Twitter, um, I am at Adam Bankhurst. I am at Bill Roberts-ish. 
at uh, Jack Whittington. Um, I'll post something eventually. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll get there. Uh, and also, we also want to mention that next year, we next week, we will be doing our Game of the Year podcast. We have a whole list of games, and we're going to be arguing and fighting each other for that number one spot. See if you can take a guess on what some of these nominations yeah, might be. I think so. And we'd love to have your opinion. We'd love to feature maybe some of what some of you think would be a game of the year, even even on the top ten. It doesn't even have to be game of the year. What you think should be included on that list? Absolutely. So I, I'm, uh, yeah, I, go, I'm go sorry. Sorry. I want. I definitely want to hear from some of you out there. Some of you that I know listen every week. Some of you that have sent in questions before. Looking at you, Mike. Um, let it give us your games of the year. Uh, we want to hear. We want to read them. We want to use those to either back our arguments or or uh, to take down the other guy's argument with. Yeah, and once again, if if you want to be a part of this show, then we strongly encourage it, and we'd love to feature you and make you a part of our community. Send us all your questions, thoughts, comments, feedback to podcast. List of fears. Yes, list of fears. To podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. You can find that what that email on our Facebook page on our website thegamersadvocate.com and it's we try and make it really easy for us but really that again that's podcast at thegamersadvocate.com please send in all your stuff we would love to see it so we're we're going to end the show now and once again we're going to have some lovely music yeah i want to thank my my friends i love you guys and 8 pound pressure and uh we're going to fade out with a little more this one is uh again from volume 1 the awakening this one's called goodbye yeah, so for the Gamers Advocate, I'm Adam. Hey, I'm Jack. And I'm Bill. We hope you have a good night. See you later, ding-dongs. <laughs>